Welcome to the Lion's Roar Dharma Center podcast from Dona Darge Temple. This public talk by Lama Yeshe Jinpa was recorded during a regularly scheduled Sunday morning service. It feels auspicious to say, okay, I, I want to uh, like start the Buddha Dharma program on Sagadawa 2019. So then we always remember, oh, it started on Sagadawa 2019. <clears throat> But I, I brought books to uh, further help intimidate. <laughs> so the program that I've evolved after talking with Jada Rinpoche and Kenshin Rinpoche and Kansu Rinpoche and, of course, uh, Geshe Sewang and Geshe Damchala uh, is uh, going to be very unique because... Um, uh, it's not just an academic program and it isn't just a social service program it's not just a meditative program uh, it's everything in four years which really means just uh, introduction, right? <clears throat> We've been um, really blessed to uh, have uh, six uh, people that uh, uh, you know went through a chaplaincy training course with me over really kind of the last six years, right? Um, doing two years of the foundations course uh, through Jamyang, and then uh, gradually learning and hanging out and getting along with each other, and then uh, Jadarimshe. Uh, giving uh, the ceremony and ordination um, uh, that uh, where we give out chaplaincy precepts and like that. Who was who here for that? Yeah. Um, yeah, at least the chaplains were, right? <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, really our breakthrough. Um, uh, not only for Rimshay's confidence in what we do here and confidence in me, but also confidence in uh, the chaplains. Because <clears throat> we're very much a bodhisattva sangha. Uh, we're doing tantrayana and Mahamudra and Dzogchen, but uh, the, the main part of the bird, so to speak, is uh, the bodhisattva path, right? <clears throat> so some of the uh, chaplains have already done some uh, intellectual study through Jamyang, but now Jamyang is uh, uh, without uh, Geshe Tashi Sering, who's taken on, um, been appointed or asked by Dalai Lama to be abbot at Sarame uh, Monastery. Sarah has two colleges, so to speak, one Sarah J and Sarah May. It's interesting, they're separate abbots, it's huge. So I think they may be discontinuing the program just. A couple of people are uh, kind of in this bardo state, like Greg and um, uh, Roberta. So I'm going to see if I can help them finish, or maybe uh, John Mang will give me some, I don't know, a uh, visiting professor. We can finish it. We'll see how they go. <laughs> they don't know who I am, so we'll see. So 
uh, the four-year program, I'm willing for people to, to know what we're reading and what we're doing because some people uh, will want to take it as um, uh, you know, a certificate or a degree or something. Um, and then some people say, I just want to, like, I'd like to audit it. Or um, I'll try doing the degree, but then I have to, like, drop out or something. So uh, it's not that any of the uh, subjects or work is particularly secret, except uh, uh, self-secret, <laughs> like that. So it will also be... Uh, individual like uh, so it won't it'll be like years or modules but that doesn't mean everyone's going to be at the same pace right because there's not enough won't be enough of a class to say okay we're meeting in the same group going through four years so uh, people will be coming in at various times which is more of a struggle for me but uh, is more realistic so um some some people maybe they'll like I got to do this in four years. Maybe some people will take eight. <laughs> I don't know like that. Maybe at some point, uh, like colleges, they'll say, "Well, uh, are you going to finish or not?" <clears throat> uh, they never did that when my daughter went to Academy of Art in San Francisco. They they keep on um, not offering courses. You had to stay another year, so. It took her like seven years to get through like four-year fashion design program, right? So we're not going to do that. We're, we're going to be nice. We're not just going to add on. <clears throat> but it, it will take uh, time and, and resources too, right? So that's an important consideration. I'm being very tantric. I'm warning. Uh, I'm saying, you don't want to do this. You don't, you don't want to do this. This is great. This will be the most fantastic thing. This is very tantric, though. You don't want to do it. It's fantastic. You don't want to do it. <laughs> you should do it, but I don't think you're up to it. You don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, so I'll you know, be publishing a course outline um, and trucked out some of the books um, after retreat but I just thought I'd be more specific today. <clears throat> Generally, in, in uh, the view, the first year that what we call maybe scholarly or academic study, we're doing the view. The view means we're just telling you how it is. We know you don't maybe realize the view, but we start with just telling you the truth. This is how the Buddhists are. Well, this is... it's, it's uh, it's a normative style, like this is just the way it is. It's not an agnostic, evolving model. The Buddha didn't say, well, I don't know what it is either, but maybe if we meditate together, we'll discover it, or you know, or you have to pay a lot of money, and then I'll tell you what it is, um, which is uh, the way you know, different cults work and, and organizations. You know? So we just say, this is the way it is. But we also know that it takes time to integrate uh, and have experiences and realization. So we just say this is the way it is. So that's why we call it the view. If if people skip the view, uh, then um, 
you, you may not get there. You might get there, and monkeys might type King Lear, but uh, we're here to save you time. <laughs> the, the view, you know, we start on first year, but uh, where we're having some core texts that form the basis of all the traditions, but it doesn't mean the view stops, right? So you don't say, well, I read that. I, re- I was doing the view last year, so I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> or, when, <laughs> or a second year, you know, when we're focusing on, you know, path and meditation techniques, you know, you, you don't, you know, you don't give up the view. And then when we go on to talk about uh, discipline and organization and reconciliation, you don't say, "Well, I'm not meditating anymore. I did that last year." It, it's it's cumulative. See, it's cumulative, right? So you, you keep on doing it. <clears throat> uh, fourth year, we'll be doing like uh, debate and you know, looking at the different uh, approaches to Dharma from a rime or unbiased uh, position. <clears throat> uh, the fifth component. Uh, which I haven't mentioned yet, which is, runs through the whole thing, of course, is uh, that's where I come in too, right? So I have to be here the whole time, right? So I have to be meeting with people the whole time. So that's the guru principle or the lama darshan with lama or individual instruction. <coughs> so... Uh, I don't know how many old hippies are here, but did anybody ever meet, uh, I don't know what he's calling himself now, but he started in Marin Dafri, John? Yeah, good. Yeah. But he said one good thing, but it probably wasn't. <laughs> It probably is what got him in trouble, you know. Uh, uh, Baba Free John or Da Free John, you know, kind of in, actually in Nityananda's tradition, I think. Um, he said, uh, dead girls don't kick ass. <laughs> so uh, I think he probably got, that probably, that wasn't totally skillful. Probably that got him in trouble, but uh, we do need feedback from a teacher, and you know, the whole program has uh, validity um, because uh, ours is an oral lineage, right? So uh, uh, one of the reasons I have uh, some status in the uh, Tibetan community or monastic Vajrayana community is they, they may not know really what's going on in my head uh, until they meet me, but they know, oh, you studied with this teacher, see? Oh, oh! You studied with him, so then, and and you lasted the whole time with him. You see, so there's some cred there. You see what I mean? So uh, part of their credential is like, oh, Lama Jimpa was supervising you, right? So that means something to, you know, the teachers that we've worked with, the Jadaram and Kenshin Rimshe, Kansa Rimshe, of course Geshe Damchala and Geshe Sewang, right? That that means something. So that that just like 
if you took the course, foundation course with Geshitashi, even though it was online, that, that means something, right? Because he personally did that. So ours is a, a, a person-to-person, warm hand-to-warm hand, you know, warm heart-to-warm heart lineage. Because if you meet people uh, around, um, you know, just India or Tibet or Nepal, uh, they'll say, oh, well, who's your teacher? And then I've said a number of times, then if, if they're a yogi or someone in the know monastic, they'd say, oh, what, uh, what kind of foods does your teacher like and not like? You, you won't know unless you spend time with the teacher, right? You know, I don't know, never been, not close, right? So uh, by the end of four years at least, or even now, people should know kind of like what, what kind of uh, people like to eat and what I like to eat and not eat, or particular uh, strange things I have, right? You should know that. So you, you should get to know teacher on an absolute level and teacher on uh, a personal idiosyncratic level, right? Both, both together, right? <clears throat> you can't just say, well, because I can say, well, of course, I'm inspired by Dalai Lama and been around Dalai Lama, but, it, but right now I can't say, I don't know, like, what does he like to eat, not eat? So, like that, right? <clears throat> this one, Foundation of Dharma, Dharma Kirti's Philosophy. This is valid cognition. Do you know what epistemology is in Western philosophy? How you know something. <clears throat> John Donne, I don't think it's the poet, but. George Dreyfus, Recognizing Reality, Dharmakirti's Philosophy and its Tibetan Interpretation. He got Geshe degree. <laughs> That's good, because you're going to read it again. <laughs> okay. No pictures. Thank you. You're getting a yeah. I mean, it's good. Not even charts and graphs, you know. So like, that. okay. Can we just look at the pictures? <laughs> yeah, we just do like pictures. So, um, so uh, how to establish uh, valid cognition uh, is a big deal, uh, you know. So you can say this is this and that's that, but. Uh, a legitimate yogi uh, and a legitimate scholar is going to say, well, how do you know that? So you could say, well, I read it in a book. That's good. You read authentic literature. Well, then you said, well, um, I, you know, my lama told me. So that's authoritative person, hopefully. Then you can say, uh, I had it through personal, direct yogic, unmediated experience, right? Those three. But you also have to be able to explain yourself a little bit. How did, you know, how would you explain that? 
So in our tradition, you can't just say, well, I know because I know, because that's it. So tough. You know, no, you, how'd you get there? <laughs> we, you know, it is relative reality, but we, we want to know like, like that, right? So even if you say, oh, I did the Mahamudra retreat, and uh, Mahamudra is like space, you can't say it's here or it's there. But I still want to know, like, where, did you read that somewhere? Did you hear the Alama say that? Did you come to your own realization? But, uh, and then how would you demonstrate it? So uh, direct yogic realization uh, also is demonstrated, sometimes logic, but also sometimes in action, right? Sometimes in poetry, sometimes in speech, sometimes in doing nothing, right? But it's, you're going to have to demonstrate it. If you say, I know this, uh, a teacher is going to follow up and say, Mazel tov, good, now show me. How'd you get there? Where, what's your evidence? You know. So you won't get away with just saying, "Well, I'll give you one presentation," because you might have memorized that. You might have been somewhere and you thought, "Oh, okay." So I was there at the time of the Buddha, and somebody asked a question, and the Buddha just held up a flower. So that's all you're just imitating, right? So that won't work, right? You can't just hold up a flower. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't work for a number of different beings, you know. It's like it doesn't pay the mortgage. Like I'm holding up a flower, <laughs> so so we will test you on those four things, right? You might start with direct uh, yogic direct uh, perception. You can be somebody incredible, like uh, you know Mipam Rinpoche, Nyingma Lama from. 150 years ago, like, kind of just saw everything and then had to go back and study to be able to even present it in a knowable way, right? Just incredible, like that, you know? So, uh, but somehow you can have to say, well, this is how I got here. Maybe logic, direct experience from the text or from, you know, direct oral transmission. Somehow you got there. That makes sense, right? So, uh, and then if you're challenged, yeah, so these are, these have a, a little bit of an index in the back, maybe just that thick. Yeah, you can just carry these around. These aren't the debate manuals, this is just like, and, um, Then uh, this is introduction to the middle way, Madhyama Ka Vatara, entry into the middle way, like Bodhicharya Vatara, right? Entry into the Bodhisattva's path. So <clears throat> Chandrakirti's was Chandrakirti was student of Nagarjuna, right? Mm. Many commentaries. This this one's by Jungan Mipam, who I just mentioned. Yeah, that's a good book. You'll read it again. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So generally, there's two streams uh, of teachings, or two kind of styles: extensive deeds, which is Maitreya uh, and Maitreya Sangha. And you know, uh, which tends to be like 
the practice, like what, what is it, what's it like to experience emptiness, right? Something like that. What's it like to experience awakening? And then uh, Nargajina and Chandrakirti and uh, Aryadeva, what, what is the absolute truth? Okay, what, what is it? What is it not and what is it? Just, just tell me what it is. You ever have that impatience uh, when you're talking to people? Like, they're, <laughs> they're kind of telling you their story about it, uh, and you just want to have them get to the point. <laughs> um, so, uh, Nagarja is the, like the point. They're both the point, but one's a little bit more, here's the story. So, we might just say, how do you get to this restaurant? And I'd ask somebody, and then they tell me about their experience at the restaurant. Have you ever had that experience? You know, you say, well, how do you get... <laughs> So, which one? Yeah. So, uh, I think like yesterday, went to a new restaurant. Anybody been to Cannon there on Thirty Fourth Street? Yeah, kind of a little upscale. So, so being at Father's Day, so I asked some people, and they go, "Oh, Cannon's a really good restaurant." I just said, "I know. I, how do you get there?" I said, "Of course, I'm pre pre Google, right?" So Maitreya is a little bit more, what's, what's, it, what's it feel like? What's the pathway to wisdom? And Nagarjuna is just like, this is it, right? One's kind of like, this is a little stretching, but one's kind of like new math. Is Maitreya like, you know, here's, here's how the little, the digits and the columns. Who teaches math? Anybody teach? Yeah, I know. So you teach new math, right? So I grew up in the old math mind, like, I just want the right answer, you know? So Nagarjuna does have reasoning, too, but more like that. So um, this, uh, the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra uh, by Arya Maitreya, uh, and then we'll be reading this one. It has a nice cover. So... Uh, no, but it has some bold. <laughs> yeah, but it has it has the commentary. Uh, no, that's different. That's Mahayana Sutra Lamkara. So yeah, we'll be reading that too. This is Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra. So this is important. Uh, maybe we might use this translation in commentary because um, uh, uh, I don't know Rosemary Feast, but I know uh, their commentary by uh, a remake teacher, um, John Gunkuntrell from 19th century, and then contemporary teacher, uh, Kempo Sotun Gautza Rimshe, who I've met and taking teachings from. So I always like to do it like. Well, actually, I know someone. You know, that's kind of cool. Yes? So I'm, I'm a Buddhist student because uh, I'm trying to be nicer to people. How is this program going to help me be nicer to people other than sequestering me in my house to read all day long? 
Well, if you're in your house reading, you're not going to be mean, right? Because you're just... <laughs> so, <laughs> one of my teachers said, you know, you should just sleep more, and then you won't make so much trouble. So, yeah. So, of course, the, the, view, cut, the view cuts through, you know, uh, the conflicting emotions and, um, and sharpens up the intellect so we can see reality more. So it's always a double-edged sword, right? Cutting through the, the delusion, cl- conflicting emotions so we actually get to just, uh, we might say in Dzogchen, unadorned, naked, you know, reality, so nature mind. So, yeah, so... Um, let me put it this way. If you have trouble reading the view and you get stuck in it, that means you don't have the view. Okay? So when you read the view and you start kind of going, well, yeah, okay, good, yeah, got that, got that, you know? So that's why you have to read many times. If it's too hard, then you know you haven't got, in a sense, the view. Actually, just intellectually getting the view should be easier than meditation. Because at least, you know, you're just you're still working at this point somewhat from level of uh, concept, but, you know, correct, it's the finger pointing to the moon. So then, But uh, I'm going to start people uh, actually in something... See, this is kind of a build-up. You, you show all the horribly thick books. <laughs> and, there, and then, okay, so... This is nice. This is Dirk's book. I, I have mine somewhere. I couldn't find it. So, um, Jay Garfield uh, has a scholar, practitioner, so a, a very good translation of Nagarjuna, Nagarjuna's uh, uh, Middle Way stanzas, Mula Madhyamika Karaka. So... Uh, with nice commentary. So uh, this is kind of like, let's just jump in. Okay, we're just going to jump in, but it's thinner. Yeah, it, but, and, uh, you know, it, it's very nice, just just nice, easy poetry by... Very easy. Very easy. <laughs> yeah, like that. The Fundamental Wisdom of the Middle Way. So I'll publish it. I'm just, yeah. Well, that's nice. The new translation. Yeah, there's some new ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the comic Sedaris, but the <laughs> translation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. We want the one by David. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's some reading. So, so a few. So we're going to try to do this, uh, maybe ten or twelve books in in a year. A few that I don't have, uh, I didn't bring with me. Uh, uh, that we'll probably read right after that is Ocean of Reason- Reasoning. You know. Uh, Sankaba's commentary on the Karaka is also translated by Jay Garfield and then like that. So probably the Lamrim. 
So I know some people would like a Dharma talk on, you know, just how to get by in daily life. But actually, if you establish yourself first in the view, then it actually goes easier. So in uh, my tradition, our tradition, actually, we, we start at the top. And then when no one gets it, we go back down to the bottom again. But we start at the top. We just introduce the view. And then maybe somebody gets it, and somebody could just walk out of the room right now and say, thanks, I'm done. But generally then, we have to start again at the bottom. But you start with highest view. And then, so when Geshe Sewang was here, uh, we did uh, Vajrasattva, and he, he gave very short, very pithy, like, highest view. Did anybody catch that? Even just talking about Vajrasattva, so we do Vajrasattva practice. Anybody catch, like, what's, what would be highest view? Okay, you can take, take a risk. There will be no punishment. Nature mind, that's it, nature mind. Yeah. Nature mind is completely uh, pure from the beginning, unstained. Yeah, nature mind. He didn't hammer it over the head, right? And kind of like, okay, I'm going to beat you with my mala until you just nature mind. Okay, just right away. Sometimes uh, people from other schools think, oh, uh, the Gillick School, Gandan School, Dalai Lama School is just intellectual. Geshe Tsewang is not intellectual, neither is Kansarimshi. Just the view right away, right? Just the view. Okay, here's, here's uh, some Vogakaya practice and Dzogchen practice of the view. Just nature mind. Completely open, completely aware, completely unstained. Yeah. That. <clears throat> <clears throat> so let's take a few questions and then um, we'll hear about katas. We're going to talk about katas. Um, I know we have, uh, we, we must have the um, microphone, right? So. So uh, I was wondering, how exactly do you uh, trying to find the word? I guess uh, enter the scholarship. I guess is there? Do you have to ask? Do you have to prove a task? Do you have to climb a mountain to show your dedication? Th that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say have, have to prove yourself? Have to climb a mountain? Have to ask? Yeah. So. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a clipboard out in uh, the community room and then people who are interested and then uh, I'll get back to you. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we're doing things actually very correctly so uh, it has to be refuge students, you know. So uh, you 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 could, I mean, I don't necessarily say, well, you have to be refereed just immediately to start today, but that has to be really soon. 
so that it's really clear. Because that's the other thing, you know, we're doing it, we're not doing it college style, which is, you know, anybody walks in, you know, you have to already have that kind of motivation like that. So that's it. And then, then you have to be, then we have to talk and I have to discourage you. And then you have to say, you know, you know, your very discouragement makes me want to do it. So then you, you like that. But if I'm not discouraging you, then I'm not doing real tantra. You know, like that. So we're doing it from really realization point, not just scholarly point, like that. So I'll leave that and uh, like that. But then we have to work out. Then you'll have to buy the books, and then you'll have to come to darshan, and that's an investment of time and money. And then there'll be tears. <laughs> but it'll be worth. I think it'll be worth it. That there's. There's no one else doing a program like this. I've spent many years looking at different programs and you know what, what can combine all of them, the study, the meditation, the sangha, community work, and the reconciliation, and the vinaya work for bodhisattvas, and then finally doing uh, debate and, and rime and how to build Shambhala, right? That's uh, not easy. So we have, we're, we're still having compact... Shedra. <laughs> so, you know, so we're not, you're not doing 20 years or 25, and you're not doing 12. And Kansaram, she said, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got it down to seven or something, you know. So, yeah, so you're not doing seven, right? So it's four. Four modules, though, but it might take longer. So I'll, I'll, I'll put a clipboard, okay? Mm. But I just want to be able to say to people, well, I told you so. <laughs> yes. Could you clarify the books that you presented at retreat and now these books? Where's the best place for us to start? What do you want us to start on? Because I start to get a little overwhelmed. You're just piling them on, and I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. I need to go back to... Which one do we just start off? Yeah, that's good. So, um, Vajrana style is we're going to overwhelm you a little bit and then see if you can handle that. We'll, we'll let you back up a little bit. We, we want to, like, I'm giving you a really secret teachings here. You, you know, this is, you, you guys have no idea. So, the style, it's the style. So, yeah, so we're going to push you a little bit. And you know, see if you tell you get that initial kind of overwhelm, like no moss. And then we're going to see if you can just step back a little bit, right? You know, where you kind of go, okay, um, this is kind of overwhelming. So give it to me one at a time. That's a good. That's a good approach, right? It isn't overwhelm that we want you to tip over. We want to see if you can step back a little bit and uh, maintain your core, right? Give it a little space and maintain your core. So we don't want you to stand there and waiting for the tsunami either, right? Or we don't want you running away, right? So the way to deal with trauma is you, you step back just a little bit and take your stance, right? That's Vajrayana style. It's very close to martial arts style. Something comes up and then you kind of, okay, like that. So, yes, so we're, we're going to dive in with, with this. Uh, root verses. 
Why not? <laughs> yeah. But uh, at some point, we'll be reading, of course, the Lamrim, which some people have already done, which is starting off uh, a little slower. But let's start at the top. Okay, one more question, then take a break. <laughs> Good. Where? Yes. So there will be, I would expect, a number of folks who are not going to want to follow this path. That's right. So you know what I, I'm, I'm wondering how there will not be a bifurcation, how there will mm-hmm. not be an us and them, how 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 will we maintain temple unity? And and you know you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're just going to say here's what we're doing, so people can go at their own speed. Uh, all the tradition is there anyway, but we're putting it together in a certain way. So uh, it's open. So in that sense, democratic. But then it does have steps so that uh, you have to do some climbing. So uh, it. Everyone works at different capacities, so they might say, you know, we're actually, we're starting, we're, we're, we're actually meditators first and view second and that. So people are still going at their own speed. So in, uh, we already have, you know, in Vajrayana, we recognize that some people have more time and they've been able to do retreats or they've been able to do the Yeshitashi, uh, or they've been able to spend more time in darshan, you know. But uh, we have to keep the view uh, that when we're uh, deluded monkeys, uh, our Buddha nature doesn't go down. And when we get uh, awake, it doesn't increase. Same. So we're all on Bodhisattva path, right? So uh, there's a very it's kind of a Zen phrase that the waves of the river don't fight to get down, flow down the river, right? Like that. Um, uh, in Vajrayana, um, where we establish first the sameness, that base, complete, everyone complete, Buddha nature, which isn't higher or lower in anybody. And then we recognize that because of people's different interests and aptitudes, some people are going to go a certain direction. Some people will become teachers. Some people won't. Some people will become householders, some monks. So we're looking at diversity there. But uh, we, we aren't, we aren't um, part of Vajrayana too. Is we'll, we'll do things that will bring uh, forth uh, you know, people's kleshas, right? So uh, we will bring, we design the program so, you know, you might say, well, that's kind of competitive, but if we have that thought, then we have a competitive mind, right? So it will bring out all the clashes too whenever you, uh, you know, say we're going to sit this way and do this way. 
but we have to keep the view. I have to keep the view whether, uh, you know, you get enlightened or you go down Buddha nature's same. Does that help? Yeah. So, um, the uh, human beings are very competitive. So they think, okay, they're always thinking that person's closer to the teacher than I am, or they're, you know, they're, they're either not practicing as much as I am, or that person's practicing more. So uh, we have to always say that that's um, uh, delusion. So people have heard me over time, then we'll take a break, like, um, we're doing Vajrayana practices, we're doing all this practice because we're humble. <clears throat> so Vajrayana practice, Mahamudra Dzogchen, I say it's for people that didn't get it the first time. So if someone says, why do you do all those practices? And why do you do all this training? You know, we just sit and, you know, we can say, Mazel tov, that's good, you just sit. We have to do a lot more because, you know, we have many more uh, problems to work out. So we should always, I'm really happy for you, I'm really glad. You know, people say, well, why did you do mantra and visualization? Why can't you just look at nature mind? I say, well, I do teach nature mind, but because, you know, we've done all this stuff, we're, we're not only, you know, cleaning and dealing with past karma, but with also future karma, right? So uh, that's why generally in our school, particularly Vajrayana, you'll, you'll find actual teachers very humble, right? So we have to do a lot of practice because uh, we didn't get it the first time. So you can say, oh, that's great. You went to see Ajashanti and you got it in one visit. Mazel tov, you know? So I'm happy for you. I, I still got to go on retreat and do a lot of reading and do a lot of social work and I got to do all that. So I'm happy. For, you know, we should be like that, right? Like that. Or we could say, wow, it's really a shame. You, don't have any more to clean up. Um, are you helping anybody else, right? So if you've completed your training, if you have what we call in the fifth practice, the fifth path, the path of no more learning, what are you doing? Well, of course, like, Kamsa Rinpoche is a really interesting guy. So he goes, I'm not a philosopher anymore. So he's just meditating, of course. He reads still, of course. Well, what's he doing? He's feeding people, right? He's not going, well, I, I attained the pinnacle, so, um, you know, I'm playing video games. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's out helping. You know, what's Geshe Sewang doing? You know, he's not saying, well, I'm done, you know, so, you know, I'm selling used cars now. No, he's, he's starting a school, right? So, that's right, like that, right? So short practice teaching, um, applicable to whatever your uh, situation in life or lifestyle. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, we we always have to establish the center first. That's the view. Something we call it. The view sometimes you think like you're looking out over the ocean, which is good, but it's going directly to the center. So, uh, in the center, there's uh, is the absolute. There's no uh, Brian. Maybe we can turn the lights off because they're blinking. 
Somebody suggested, what do you think? Let's see what happens, yeah. Uh, and then we'll talk about katas afterwards. Then, so you go right to the center. And in the center, uh, it's complete stillness. Stillness doesn't mean flat. It means there's, there's no conflict. Complete, open, radiant, spacious purity. You know, just spontaneously present, as we'd say in Dzogchen. So there's, there's no problems there in the center. There's no one there. It's not like you're in the center. There's just the center. Okay. Then uh, another kind of uh, sphere, using kind of Dzogchen terminology, but sphere is like, then there's the, the world of kind of display, right? Appearance, okay? So, which of course we recognize is uh, none, none other than uh, also nature mind. But appearance is rhythmic, you see? Appearance is, is pulsating. Appearance is moment to moment and continuous. So in a sense, it's, it's not changing. So you have to say, when, when we say impermanent, we don't mean uh, exactly what people in the West think. So it, the appearance, of course, uh, is, is pulsating, is fluctuating, has rhythm. So it's not, like, it's not like the change that we normally think about. That comes later. So it's rhythmic, this appearance. It's effulgent. It, it comes like this, you know? It comes from the center and it's like a fountain like that. And then after that is like transformation. So, so things a uh, little further sphere is like uh, that's that's when uh, uh, a wonderful dinner last night goes in here and turns into something else, right? So as we move through each sphere, uh, we become a little bit more confused as human beings, right? So we stay in the center, and maybe we kind of get appearance that appearances arising rhythmically. We say arise and dissolve, which is rhythm, right? And then, then kind of next, within the next sphere is transformation. You know, so it comes in here and goes out there. And what, what happened, right? So that's confusing for human beings because it's, it looks different, but it's transformation, right? Then next sphere is like, that's usually what we mean by change. So, uh, you know, one thing just like suddenly flips and it's no longer, you know, we, we don't see the connection, right? There's real change. Like something really breaks. Like we have a chair and then, you know, it breaks and it doesn't even look like a chair. We don't even know how it got there. Like suddenly, like, you know, my life fell apart. You know, how did I get there? So that, that's usually what, uh, you know, we mean when we say, you know, change. Isn't that so? <clears throat> uh, so, <clears throat> uh, when we say impermanence in Buddha Dharma, uh, we're, we're saying something a little bit different, too, is uh, things don't have uh, an Relative things don't have, uh, you know, the the same thing that carries through the whole thing, you know. So it's like a stamp um, seal on wax, right? The seal makes the wax have an impression, but nothing's transformed. 
that's impermanence. There's no con there's, there's not one thing that's going over to the other thing, right? We usually think something's got to be passing from, you know, something has to go from the seal to the wax, right? But it's just impression. Finally, another sphere, kind of the last sphere usually dealing with is chaos. Things are just random and we're, we're nutty. We don't know, you know, things are popping, which is what usually happens when we meditate, right? Things are just happening random. It feels chaotic, doesn't it? No, maybe not. No one here. <laughs> well, just read the news, okay? It should be chaotic, right? Doesn't, it, it's not still, it's not rhythmic, it doesn't seem transformative. It, it doesn't even see like regular change. You know, it doesn't even seem like regular fall apart. It just seems like things appearing out of nowhere and uh, very chaotic. So when we have that experience, it's traumatic, that's samsara, and then we have to back all the way back to the center. Do not try to, like, stop the freight train with your hands. Don't try to, you know, so, you know, you, when you're dealing with it, go all the way back to the center, right? So, I don't know, other teachers teach, well, if it's just chaotic, just let go of it. I hear this from some teachers, right? And people tell me in meditation, like, well, just let go and you'll be fine. You can't let go of a freight train coming at you. You have to step out of the way, right? So when things are really chaotic, you, you always go immediately back to meditative view, right? Go back to safety and stillness right away. And then, and then you notice, okay, then I can have some rhythm. Then, then if I get that down, then I can understand transformation. And then I can understand, you know, change and impermanence. And then I can understand chaos. But you always immediately go back to the view, to safety. The view is not a higher thing where we say, if you get all this other stuff down, then start there. You start right with the view, which is safety and serenity and openness. Right? Like that? I don't know. Shall I say it one more time? Then we won't have time to meditate. But you don't want to just watch the chaos. That does absolutely no good. You don't want to say, well, I'm just watching the chaos and letting go of it. No. You, you want to immediately go back to the center. Okay. That's, that's to be done, right? Immediately back to center. Get immediately somewhere safe. Okay, still, open, ground, ground, Mahamud, right? Kunzi, Paddy, what what are the three essential points of Garab Dorje? Yeah, introducing directly, yeah. Direct introduction to Rigpa awareness. Yeah, nature mind. Then what's the second one? Yeah, just, it's got to be this. Then what's the third?
Yeah, and the first. Yes. So those three, just direct introduction to nature of awareness. We need to be introduced to ourselves. <laughs> so we, we need a teacher for that, you know. We'd have to do the work, because it's us, but we need to be introduced to ourselves. That's what's kind of interesting about human beings. And then deciding on, it's got to be this. It can't be anything else than just being present, right? can't be anything else, you know. There's nowhere else. can't be anywhere else. So, and then, but even when they direct and then decide, then uh, sometimes a thought arises and we could temporarily get hooked, right? So we see that even, uh, you know, the arising uh, is self-liberated. How about arising of really stupid thoughts? Are they self-liberated? Yes, they must be, right? Where, where do stupid thoughts come from? They still have to come from mind, you know? They're not, they're not coming from, you know, anywhere else. So, we're like, oh. So just say, oh. So start off practice, at least for those people that have been introduced to Mahamudra Dzogchen, uh, at least this talk today, a little bit, you know, just uh, before your practice, just start a little bit, six minutes with view, like, okay. Even before you start relative practice of relative bodhicitta and lamrim and tanglen and everything else, just like, okay, I made it, this is it, right here. The next thought has, is self-liberated, has to be nature of mind. You don't, have to, you don't have to be thinking, hmm, is that mine too? No. Same, right? Okay. So let's talk about katas. What, what did you want to say about katas? Oh, uh, I just was helping a new person find a kata. And I just oh, think no. we ought to be able to give katas to each other. There's really a the whole idea that katas aren't magic or anything. Is it, it actually is a tool. It gives an opportunity to see Buddha nature. And when you're presenting a kata to a teacher, and you're, it's easy to see Buddha nature in your teacher. Yes. Your teacher gives the kata back, says Buddha nature's in you too. Yes. So this is just your point to practice from. It's, it's, mm -hmm. This is all about your enlightenment. I mean, yeah. uh, in all due respect, we're not here to see you be enlightened. This is, <laughs> this is my enlightenment. This is what's happening with my enlightenment. And that's, <laughs> Good. The point of yeah. that it's a tool for yeah. Use. So, kata. yeah. So that's nice. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, we should have a poem. Morris would do a poem about we're, we're offering kata to squirrels, and you know, of course, and everybody, you know. So also like um, in um, uh, darshan, you know, it's like uh, you know, just think of it as offering like. You know, you're holding something like a plate of cookies, right? That you're offering, like here. Because you notice, you know, Kansar Rinpoche said, you know, in Tibet, every, you know, people like two hands, right? So you're not doing it like this, or, you know, it's like here, like that. And it's, it's kind of quick, you know? So don't worry about whether it's forward or backward or upside down, you know? Just, you know, here it is. So it's a little bit like, like that. So uh, 
it's good to know very precise, but also the teacher wants to see our awkwardness too, just spontaneity, right? So if it's too if it's too rehearsed, then you know we're a little bit be hiding hiding behind the rehearsal. So um, uh, if you want to see a teacher laugh really hard, you know, you <laughs> sounds kind of cool. But this happens in the monastery, like people will trip over their katas or something, and it's hysterical. It's just, <laughs> We don't want them to fall, you know, but it's kind of Laurel and Hardy, you know, it's a little bit like that. So, okay. So, uh, we'll, we'll see you in the community room. We'll put the sign-up sheet out there, and let's do dedication now. This has been a Lion's Roar Dharma Center recording. For more information, visit lionsroardharmacenter.org.